0: Hi listeners and welcome to Holy Devoted, a podcast where young women pursue Christ together. Today we're going to discuss how we figure out God's will for our lives. But before we do, we want to thank Teen Missions, our sponsor. If you guys are interested in going on spring break or summer mission trips, go check out their website at teenmissions.org. Welcome back to the studio. We're excited to
1: all be here. We also, I just want to say there's some construction going on downstairs and so there's like a drill sound that comes in every now and then that sounds kind of like a dentist. (laughs) Yeah we're
2: not at the dentist we promise we promise.
1: (laughs) So there might be a little bit of noise in the background. I'm hoping we have microphones that like cancel out outside noise so I'm hoping maybe it won't show up so much.
2: We may laugh at very unexplained times but it's okay.
1: (laughs) So how are you guys feeling about talking about figuring out God's will?
2: Oof. So we actually got together at Starbucks this week and we were talking about, oh, what should our next podcast episode be? And we kind of all realized that we're trying to figure this out ourselves. I mean, just for me personally, that's just like I've been trying to figure out what's God's will in my life. You know, what does he have for me next kind of thing? So (laughs) (laughs) Emma has a new rule that we're not supposed to put anything on the table that we're (laughs) <laughs> we have our microphones on, and I like have my arms on the table, and she's like, No, no, no.
1: I think our phones, when we pick up our phones to do like read the Bible verses, when we set them back down, I would be curious to know if you audience have heard it. There's like these little bumpy, <laughs> Miranda's <laughs> exemplifying. <laughs> <laughs> and so I'm like laying down the law in the studio, like nothing can touch and anything. The f- and the funny thing is, too,
2: she told us this, and she comes in and she, she lays <laughs> all her phone her on, on the, the table. table.
1: <laughs> I was like, "Girl, pick it up. <laughs> Listen, Faith.
0: Okay, p- I'm bad. I'm bad. I know. I know <laughs> I'm bad. I know I'm bad. But at least I didn't do it today. I picked it up.
1: The prime <laughs> noise bonking is making from I- comes from Faith's it's line. From of microphone. I'm so yeah, sorry. So we
0: apologize. I'm a fiddler. I fiddle. <laughs> <laughs> I'm thinking like violin. <laughs> no, like I always want to like play with like my hair tie or like mess with my phone. No, that's relatable. Yeah, I love
1: like throwing my phone up in the air around and not my
0: foot always
2: is constantly moving. I feel like not all. Oh,
1: Knee I do bouncing yeah. the whole nine yards. Yeah, <laughs> it's me anyways. So with this topic, I thought it'd be cool if we kind of started out with scripture, like straight from the get go, because I realize it's easy for me sometimes to speak my opinion first and then find verses that agree with my opinion. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so I thought it'd be fun to start out with the Bible and just see what God says himself about his will and whatever else and so one of the first verses i found about god's will is isaiah 46 9 and 10 and it says remember the former things of old for i am god and there is no other i am god and there is none like me declaring the end from the beginning and from ancient times things not yet done saying my counsel shall stand and i will accomplish all my purpose i think this verse kind of talks about like god's I wrote it down as God's huge, big sovereign will. I love that. Huge, big sovereign will. Because you (laughs) see that throughout the Bible. There are things that happen that God accomplished by his will, despite what humans were doing down on earth. Like God does have sovereignty and he does work those things out according to his plan. Like Jesus dying was God's plan. Mm -hmm. He sent him at the right, perfect time. And so it can be really confusing to understand how God's big, huge sovereign will fits into our lives and how our decisions fit into that. And there's extremes on both sides, I think, where some people are like, you know, if you don't exactly do everything and figure everything out, then you're going to ruin God's great, big, huge sovereign will. And I don't think that's true. And then there's people who are like, God's big, huge sovereign will controls your life entirely and mm-hmm. you have no free choice and you just go through your life and everything you do was already pre planned. And I'm not sure if that makes sense either. I think there's a balance in the middle. Oh, my voice. <laughs> <laughs> in the middle <laughs> the holy spirit was like Smute. <laughs> <laughs> in the middle there that is truth and so what what do you guys think about that like understanding god's huge sovereign will and how we play a part in that
0: i think at least for me it's kind of hard sometimes to remember i think what you were saying like i'm not gonna mess it up like his him being sovereign over everything is something that's really important to remember because i get really overwhelmed with thinking that every single tiny decision that i make is going to ruin something
1: i think one of the reasons that we're like always thinking about god's big huge sovereign will is there's a certain aspect of secrecy not secrecy but god doesn't reveal everything and he reveals it in his timing with his plan and so people didn't realize when he said a savior was going to come like the roman not the Romans, the Jewish people thought that Jesus was gonna be like a a political savior. And -hmm. so there was a mystery and a secrecy there that was in God's heart that he didn't fully reveal. And so I think sometimes with the God's big huge sovereign will or will that he hasn't totally revealed to us, we can kind of focus in on that too much because we're like, ooh, like what am I supposed to do next? I wanna know what the mystery is, like and I have it later in the notes when we'll talk about it later. But if God fully revealed his plan to us for every single day, there would be no requirement to walk by faith.
2: Mm. Mm. And I think we stress ourselves out with that point too, of trying to know, oh, is this his will for my life? Or, oh, do I need to do this specifically right? Or, you know, we stress ourselves out with something that God has a plan for you know and we have choices and so one of our young adults leader actually for Calvary Chapel Merritt Island he said you know I there's a lot of choices for who I could have married but I got to choose God gave me the choice and I think that's a really good perspective you know like we get to choose some big decisions and God will bless us along the way with those decisions.
0: amen. It's so scary though, because I f- I, when we were talking about it at Starbucks, um, I was telling them how I feel like this is something that I've really been struggling with, and that's kind of why I wanted to talk about it, was because selfishly i want to hear what emma and miranda have to say (laughs) about this um no but i relate to that because i'm
2: over here like i don't know what god's will is for my (laughs) life next and oh my gosh like i want to know what emma says about this (laughs) for real so i don't have it all figured (laughs) out
1: (laughs) i don't know how i got in this spot (laughs) but i'm not sure it's the spot i want to be
0: in (laughs) oh well but yeah i just feel like it like you were saying there's a lot of really big decisions that I don't feel qualified to make and I feel like God should just tell me what to do and it would make everything so much easier. Like I just don't want to mess it up like you just tell me where to go. We were talking <laughs> we were talking about this before. The scene from Chicken Little with the little turkey dude and he's <laughs> like has the cue cards and he's like telling him like sit, stand, wave, do this, do that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> telling him what to say. I would like God to do that for me. Like just be so 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 specific with what to do and where to go so that I don't mess anything up oh yeah i totally relate to that i feel that
1: but something i think we've missed at least i know i have in my life is that i also think god's sovereign big huge sovereign will like that verse says like he will bring it to pass Mm -hmm. that should be a comfort to me yeah Yeah. that should comfort me that god's sovereignty rests over my life Mm -hmm. and i can't in a sense screw it up like we can and we can't
0: it's so confusing you can be disobedient but i think that's different
1: than like as far as making godly decisions, like if I'm looking at two godly paths, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? I'm not talking about like godly yeah. path or like running after like drugs and sex and money. That's yeah. N- that's that's different. a different thing. <laughs> but if we, if I could wrap my mind around his sovereignty and one of the things that actually really helps me. So if this is something, I don't know if this will encourage you guys, but something that really helps me is looking backwards. Like we did. Was that two weeks ago, a few weeks, whatever it was, mm-hmm. I can see God's sovereignty bringing me to Florida bringing me to go to start going to young adults, you know, all these different things that have been huge turning points in my life. The reason I mentioned young adults is because that's where I got to know my future husband. And so these were like decisions that I made. But when I look back, I see God's like sovereignty, his hand on me Mm -hmm. guiding me. And I didn't even know it. Like if someone had asked me, why did you choose to come, come to Bible school in Florida? I would have said, because i wanted to it seemed like a great option for me like i did not feel like the voice of god telling me to go yeah sometimes i wish i could tap into like 18 year old emma's confidence i was just like yeah this seems like a good place to go to bible <laughs> school i'm gonna go like, yeah I just chose yeah. it and i was like here we go now I'm
2: like, <laughs> 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 no that's where i'm at right now because i really feel like the next step for me is bible college but choosing where to go to bible college is really hard Like, you know, and there's so many, there's so many, like, really, there are so many. And I didn't know how many there were until I was in this situation, you know, and it's crazy. But God allows you. Choices, you know, I mean, he gave us a choice to choose him and he gives us the choices to choose our decisions. So I think that's just about. I'm not necessarily his will, but our free will.
1: Yeah. That's the balancing act. Yeah. It's so like mm-hmm. Romans eight twenty eight, which is a teen missions memory verse says, and we know that all things work together for good to them that love God, to them who are called according to his purpose. Oh. So it's like, if you're a Christian, like that is a promise you can hold on to, even within his like great big, huge sovereign will, even when we don't understand it, God is working it out mm-hmm. according to his plan. Mm-hmm. And I really see that in the old Testament. I think that's one of the mm-hmm. reasons God included all those stories in the old Testament was to see like a, the terrible deci- decisions that people made and how God still used them as part of his plan. Yeah, And I just think God's plan over our lives is a comfort. Yeah, It's going to work out for good, even if we don't fully understand it.
2: Doesn't that just give you the biggest piece? Mm-hmm. You know, just like when she was reading that, I took this big, deep breath in and I was like, oh, good. Like, <laughs> I'm so glad. I'm so glad I remember that. Or like, she brought that to remembrance because, man. It's really good to hear that sometimes, you know, that all things work together for good to those who love God. And wow, that's just that's just such a good reminder.
1: Miranda's chilling here like she's on a beach, like a beach wave. (laughs) Oh, yeah. (laughs) It's
2: good. It's so good.
1: So that was kind of the verses and thoughts I guess we had on God's big, huge sovereign will. That tends to be maybe a little more mysterious, I guess, that he hasn't fully revealed to us. But I think sometimes we neglect God's revealed will or what he says in his word about what his will is for our lives. And that's where I think, like Miranda was talking about, there's a lot of different choices that are consistent with that will. And so I think it's important when we're looking at God's will to not only focus on the big life decisions we have to make, but also what has he revealed in his word that he expects of his people? And let's put a lot of energy towards like his revealed will for our lives.
2: Yeah. And a good example of that is Matthew 22, 37 through 39. And it says, Jesus said to him, you shall love the Lord, your God, with all your heart, with all your soul and with all your mind. This is the first and greatest commandment. And the second is like it. You shall love your neighbor as yourself. So with that verse, it's telling us we need to love the Lord with all our heart. I mean, that's the biggest step. If you really want to know the Lord's will, you need to love the Lord because I really think, and I was talking about it at Bible study last night, um, once our heart aligns with the Lord's, everything else kind of falls into place. You know, our heart starts to yearn the things that the Lord wants for our life. And so that, and then we need to love others. We need to love others like Christ loved us, you know, and so with that i mean i i'm not always the best at that but it's so important to love the lord first love others second and then
1: i think it's like a good gatekeeper for us these two ideas like imagine as a parent i guess i'm not a parent but if i was a parent if i told my kids i want you to do this and this while i'm gone and while i was gone i came back and the whole time instead of doing the two things i told them to do they were stressed about whether or not they should also clean their room And it was like, well, I told you to do this and this like I told you what my will was in a way. I don't think this I think God does give us direction when we're making life decisions. Yeah. But I think sometimes, like I said, we lose perspective that we need to love God and love people. And like Miranda was saying, I think when we try and keep those two in the right spot, which is hard to do, I think all of us slip up on both of those. Yeah. Throughout our days. Oh, yeah. But if we can keep those two things in focus, they can become gatekeepers. You know, does this help me love God more? Does it not? Mm -hmm. You know, things like that to help us make decisions with life and God's will.
0: Yeah, you were talking about kind of getting distracted, I feel like, or worrying about other things. Um, And I think a really good question to ask ourselves is, why do we feel like we lose focus on God's revealed will for our lives? And the verse that came to mind for me was Micah six. Um, six through eight, which says with what shall I come before the Lord and bow myself before God on high? Shall I come before him with burnt offerings and calves a year old? Will the Lord be pleased with thousands of rams and 10 thousands of rivers of oil? Shall I give my firstborn for my transgression, the fruit of my body for my, the sin of my soul? He has told you, O man, what is good and what does the Lord require of you, but to do justice and to love kindness and to walk humbly with your God. And, I kind of like Miranda was saying earlier, that verse for me is the one that washes me over with peace because I'm the type of person who will get so carried away with the 10,000s of rams and all of these offerings and all of this stuff. And not that those things aren't pleasing to the Lord. I think you should give of yourself and give offerings to the Lord. Um, But to like Emma was saying, to be focused on, What the Lord requires of you to do justice, to love kindness, and to walk humbly with your God. Those are very, very clear instructions Mm -hmm. that we often overlook.
1: I wonder how many Christians have stressed themselves out over decisions that both options were in God's permissive will. Mm. Yeah. Because it's like, what do I require of you but this? It's a really interesting verse, actually, when I start to really think about it which obviously there's a lot of things that fall underneath each of those categories. Yes. The love mercy. Uh, yeah. I'm, I'm quoting from a different seek justice, love mercy, walk humbly. Yeah. 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 I just wonder how often I have over focused on God's huge, big, mysterious sovereign. will rather than just focusing on those three things,
2: I think we tend to over spiritualize yeah. or hyper focus on this big will for our lives. Because in reality, you can choose. There's many decisions laid before us.
1: There's a verse I love, and I'm gonna totally butcher it because my brain is. I don't know why your brain like jumps ship as soon as there's a microphone. Yeah, my you. my For my real. brain has
2: jumped ship today. So
1: <laughs> Miranda, she cracks me up. She'll be like, "Well, and I think," and then there's like a two second pause, and she goes, "I don't brain know." Brain isn't what, going. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know what I think the anymore. Actually, left the station. But he says, you know, he's given us a spirit of love self-control and of a sound mind yeah i've butchered that no but i love that you did but i know what you're talking (laughs) about (laughs) but it's the and a sound mind he's like he's blessed us with these two things three things and i'm going to look it up (laughs) but he's given us a sound mind for making decisions and he is entrusting us in a way he's like i've given you my word i've given you a sound mind and now i want you to step out in faith and make what seems like logical godly decisions for your life and i don't have to hold your hand through every step i think that's like every boss's like dream is that the people underneath them would be like hey there was this problem and so i used my logical brain with the skills you've taught me and i fixed it and this is how i did it and i don't have to be like okay you need to do this 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 i'm like no i'm like wow thank you i which obviously i don't think god is like grateful to us but you get the example that i'm trying to do she found it miranda's got it (laughs)
2: Second Timothy 1 7 says for God has not given us a spirit of fear but of power and love and of a sound mind.
1: We love that our offices are getting remodeled
0: but man (laughs) the noise is brutal. Honestly proud of them it looks great down there so good work team. (laughs) (laughs) It's all worth it in the end.
1: So what do you think I think Faith asked this and I did a bad job of answering but what do you think Why do we lose focus on God's revealed will for us and instead just hyper-focus on his sovereign will?
2: So my sister and I talk about this all the time because I'll be on the phone saying stuff like, oh my gosh, I don't want to do this because what if it's out of the Lord's will? Or I'm not even joking. Like, what if it's out of the Lord's will? And I, I don't want to do what's not in the Lord's will. I just want to do the Lord's will, you know? And my sister's like, you know, I think there is God's perfect will and there's his his permissive will and both are okay but you know pray be steadfast you know and seek the Lord's guidance in it and you really can't go wrong and so when I talk to Hannah I'm just like oh yeah you're right you know I, I this is totally going off on a whim, but you need that person in your life that will stop your mm-hmm. you stop mm-hmm. your overthinking. I'm spiraling. Yeah, because I'll call her and I'll be like, Oh my gosh, what if I go out? The Lord's well, oh my gosh, like I'm gonna do this wrong and the Lord's not gonna bless it. And she's like, Hey, God's permissive and God's perfect will. He will bless you either way. Stop stressing yourself out.
0: Yeah. You were talking about having a person who like stabilizes you, I guess. Yeah. And for me, that person is my dad. I remember in ninth grade, I think it was. Yeah, that's right. Tim was graduating. My older brother was graduating from high school the year I was entering high school. And because of that, everyone was asking him, what are you doing after high school? What are your plans? Blah, blah, blah. And then they just turned to me. What are you doing after high school? Oh, no. I "I just got here. I haven't even started. Like, I don't know what the (laughs) heck I'm doing. Am I supposed to know? So then I would spiral. And with all of these huge life decisions, when I was literally 13 years old, and I remember one day I was with my dad, and we were driving somewhere, and I was sobbing. Like, I was crying so hard. And my poor father was just sitting there like, what the heck is going on? <laughs> and he he said, like, you know, you don't have to have it all figured out right now. And I think that was a big part of losing focus is I can – look too far ahead and what he told me at the time was what if you're not what if you're not ready for what he's gonna reveal to you right now it's like dang dad (laughs) stab me in the heart like Mm -hmm. i want to be ready i want i want him to tell me now so that i can be even more ready how about that (laughs) yeah
1: (laughs) so when it's all said and done we we named the podcast how do we figure out god's will which i kind of did as a joke because i think it's how our mind thinks of it but i don't think it's really I don't think it's our job to figure out it's like God knows me and he knows exactly how to communicate clearly to mm -hmm. me. And so I don't think it's something we have to figure out. I think rather it's something that we seek the Lord after. Amen. But a verse that comes to mind, actually I, we were talking about David Platt earlier. I don't think it was on the podcast. I think it was when the three of us were just talking, Yeah. but he has a wonderful sermon on God's will that I should listen to again. And you guys, maybe I'll link it in the show notes if I can, because it is so good, but he talks about, this verse, uh, Romans 12, 1 and 2. And it says, I appeal to you, therefore, brothers, by the mercies of God, to present your bodies as a living sacrifice, holy mm. a- and acceptable to God, which is your spiritual worship. Do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewal of your mind, that by testing you may discern what is the will of God, what is good and acceptable and perfect. So there's a lot to like break down here, I think, with discerning God's will in our lives. But I think, like we already discussed, It talks about presenting our bodies as a living sacrifice so i think that's like step one so like if you're not coming to god like in submission and a living sacrifice then he i think that's a step i guess you could say in Mm -hmm. hearing from the lord Mm -hmm. about his will for you because will willing like it's all connected and so i think that's something this verse highlights but i also think there's some things in this verse that confuse me what is good and acceptable and perfect do you think there's like different bubbles of ranking of God's will? Like the verse says what is good and acceptable and perfect. So do you think there's different levels of, I just bonked my phone into the table and faith is really pleased because <laughs> I was on her about making <laughs> noises.
0: I would just like to insert a verbal eye roll. Oh my goodness. <laughs> I just As my she eyes. rolls her eyes. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> so do you think there are different rankings within God's will? Like you can be in his good and acceptable or perfect. What does that mean?
2: That's a good question.
1: That's why I asked it, because I don't have the answer.
2: I don't have the answer either, but in my opinion, I would say yeah.
0: Yeah, I think so too. Yeah,
2: because there's some decisions in my past, not necessarily bad decisions, but good decisions that I made that I could have done differently if that makes any sense. When we were recording our last podcast, I tore my ACL. This is this will line up all together you at go, some you point. Go, girl. I tore my ACL by going on the ski trip, but I never prayed about going on the ski trip. And when I did think I wanted to go on the ski trip, I didn't have the biggest piece about it quote unquote because I didn't necessarily have all the money for it but my parents were like go be social and then I ended up tearing my ACL and I could have just stayed home but I learned so much through it and God blessed the whole process so was it in God's perfect will that I went on that ski trip maybe not was it in his permissive will yeah probably but he taught me so much through it and Mm -hmm. That's not to say that he didn't teach me so much through that experience, you know? So that's my opinion.
1: Faith? Good, perfect, acceptable, or acceptable, perfect?
0: I say right on with Miranda. I've never torn my ACL, but I would say there's <laughs> a lot of examples throughout our lives where, like you were saying, it's maybe not necessarily a bad decision from our point of view, but it we can't see the whole... Plan. like we can't see that far down the road and the verse that always comforts me is the one that says his ways are not our ways and his thoughts are not our thoughts mm-hmm. so he's got it under control <clears throat> and if you do make a mistake or you're not in his perfect will but you're in his permiss you're in the acceptable category <laughs> the acceptable. <laughs> then he, he can redirect you back to, to get you back on track He's not confused. He's not lost. Yeah.
2: Kind of what she's saying is you're not going to be in his permissive will for the rest of your life just because you chose that one path.
0: Yeah. He can get you back on track. He can get you where you need to go. Yeah.
1: Which happens. <laughs> so. But in James, it also talks about asking liberally. He gives wisdom to those who mm. ask. Mm. And sometimes it that next verse, I don't have it written out, but I'll paraphrase. The next verse says that you have to have faith with that faith that God will you know answer your questions and whatever else Mm -hmm. and so i think being completely submitted to the lord and realizing you know acceptable good perfect there's different categories and with that just seeking the lord for his wisdom Mm -hmm. if we're not seeking the lord on and, and instead trying to look for you know random signs and stuff in god's will then it's pointless
0: i was gonna say, one of the verses that I was looking at to answer, like, the how do we figure out God's will question, one of the ones that came up was Ephesians five seventeen, which says, therefore, do not be foolish, but understand what the will of the Lord is, and I saw that verse, and I said, but how? Like, what? It just says, understand what the will of the Lord is, so I looked back on, um, the verses around it, which is always a good thing to do, um, at verse, starting at verse 15, says, look carefully then how you walk, not as unwise, but as wise, making the best use of time because the days are evil. Therefore, do not be foolish, but understand what the will of the Lord is and do not get drunk with wine for that is debauchery, but be filled with the Holy Spirit, addressing one another in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs, singing and making melody to the Lord with your heart giving thanks always for everything to God the Father in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ, submitting to one another out of reverence for Christ. So I kind of broke those verses down and just wrote the clear instructions that he said. Verse 15, look carefully, aka be watchful, Mm. be alert. That's one thing. Verse 16, which was making the best use of time. Don't be wasteful with things God has given you. Be in motion. Verse 17 is the one about understanding the will of the Lord. Verse 18. Be filled with the Holy Spirit. That one's pretty self-explanatory. Be in the word. Be in prayer. Be seeking. Verses 19 and 20. Have a heart of continual praise is what I gathered from that. Singing spiritual songs. Making melody in your heart to the Lord. A state of worship. And then verse 21 submitting to one another out of reverence for christ so working together realizing that in order to accomplish the will of god which would be to in my opinion i just think of the great commission like to go make disciples of all nations teaching them to observe all things um you're working as a team you're working as the body of christ you're not on your own um so to remember that you're submitting to one another out of your reverence for Christ. That helped me a lot, just kind of dissecting those verses around it and realizing that instead of being overwhelmed on understanding the will of God, I need to focus on like what Philippians 4.8 says, whatever is true, whatever is honorable, honorable. (laughs) Um, whatever is just, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is commendable, if there is any excellence, if there is anything worthy of praise, think about these things. So don't consume yourself with the world, figuring sounds. out the will of God when he's given you clear instructions already.
2: yeah, and we can get so confused when we set our mind on the world, for example, faith and I, our next step is going to a Bible college. Mm-hmm. But we can get so consumed with thinking, well, I'm so su- I'm supposed to go to a university. I'm supposed to yes. get my degree. Yeah. Wait, what if I don't get my degree? But we need to think on what is honorable, just, pure, commendable, lovely, whatever the Lord's thoughts are. We need to align our thoughts with his.
1: Another one that I had was to gather wise counsel. When you're trying to discern the lord's will i think a lot of times god speaks through his people mm-hmm. i feel like i've had that a lot in my life where people have encouraged me like i think you are going down the right path and i think you should continue mm. which i think you need to be careful with that Amen. because sometimes people can just say things that they think you want to hear our last episode was kind of about that so but if you know someone you know their walk with the lord there's a lot of value in getting advice and different things and like a, did i read the verse no, you didn't. I didn't. But I have something with that. <coughs> Do you want me to read the verse quick first? Yeah. Read Where the there verse. is no guidance, to people falls. But in an abundance of counselors, there is safety. Mm. Mm. And that is really encouraging to me.
2: Yeah. There's a lady at our church, and she's just, I mean, her husband was in ministry for so long, and she is just such an encourager. And when I was making the decision to move to Kansas for a little bit, She was like, yeah, I think you need to do it. And I was like, no one's told me that yet. And you're the first person. And she was like, I think it's going to be great. I think you're going to grow a lot. And I think it'll be good for you. And I'm like, wait, I don't want to hear that. I want you to tell me to stay. And she's like, well, I (laughs) want you to stay, but I don't think it's the best thing for you. You know, and the same thing with Bible college. I told her last week and she was like, yeah no i think you need to do it and that's i was awesome. like wait a second <laughs> you're the first person that's really told me that and she's like nope i think you need to do it i think you've grown i think you've really matured in this past year and so if you think that's what the lord wants you to do i think you need to do it and i'm like oh praise the lord because i needed
0: to hear that yeah it's a big motivator yeah. to have people like that who can speak into your life yeah and kind of give you a push in the right give direction a push. A shove if you will
1: i think you both should go to bible college
0: <laughs> oh well already <laughs> applied <laughs> so know. during our school of ministry let me just plug that wrong. <laughs> <laughs> yeah uh,
1: and then i guess picking backing off of what faith said and i don't have specific references for this because it's a theme throughout the book of acts but once the holy spirit came uh, and indwelt people like permanently sounds weird but you know what i mean like in yes, the old yes, testament yes. he came and went and now he just is here yeah chilling with us is that they followed the direct leading of the holy spirit and that can be really hard, I think, because different people are spoken to differently, yeah. and nudged differently. But I think that's something that that comes from seeking the Lord is yeah. like I want the Holy Spirit to overflow in me mm-hmm. and to guide me. Mm-hmm. And like that verse said about He's given you love, peace. I'm not doing it right, but and a sound mind. Yes, yeah. He's given us a sound mind, and His Spirit is within us. Yeah, and I think sometimes I don't trust enough that if I'm going the wrong way that the holy spirit is going to tap me on the shoulder and say no not that way.
2: Yeah. And so with that there's so many good practices that we can take on and there's some not so good practices that we can take on. Uh and like Emma was saying the Lord speaks to so many people in so many different ways. We were actually having a conversation about it before we started this podcast. And she was like, now we just need to be quiet and go in there and say it because (laughs) we were talking so much about it. And for me, one of them is looking for signs everywhere. And that we came to agreement on that one. Mm -hmm. Like, unless you're looking in the Lord's word and you know, if, if you're praying about something and so you see a, flat-out, like, big red stop sign, and the Lord puts on it, hey, you need to go do this, that's different, you know? Not not actually, that's not going to happen. You know, you guys know what I mean. Theoretically.
0: <laughs> There's a difference between opening closed doors and searching for, like, some mysterious hidden sign.
2: Yeah, if the Lord's told you, hey, this is what I have for you to do, and you're like, okay, well, I need you to... um Five times I'm going to open my Bible, and you need to point out one verse on every single one of those pages. No, stop right now. You know, I had <laughs> a girl come to me and she was like, "Well, they they said the Lord told me no like five times, but, you know, I'm just I'm just seeking a sign."
1: I also think too we just people often just take things as signs and yes or no from the lord yeah that aren't like i had someone who was talking to me about a situation she's like and i felt the lord saying no and so i didn't i you know and then i still pursued it and i just feel like you know i've just totally screwed everything up and i was like okay we'll just pause everything i was like before were you 100 percent certain that the lord was saying no were you like 100 percent convinced like what made you feel that way she's like well i don't really know like it's kind of a feeling i had like i could have gone kind of 50 50 with it i'm like then you that's not your bad like yeah then go after it yeah and the lord can close the door because god knows how to speak to each one of us well mm-hmm. something one of my favorite people it's a uh, mike winger he's also a calvary chapel guy The computer went to sleep it's still recording
0: oh. god bless oh. anyways
1: mike winger says if you are not 100 percent sure that what god is telling you i'm using the like little finger quotation marks is from god then you should have no concern if you don't follow it because Ooh. you need to be certain that it is the Lord before you start being like, well,
2: that I is so good
1: because like God can make it certain to us. Yeah, I think, mm, that's a huge area where I pitfall. It's like I kind of get like a feeling or a vibe and I'm like, well, maybe that's the Lord and whatever else. And then it's like, am I 100% sure? Because I've had times in my life where I was 100% sure that this was something from God that I needed to do. And it felt very different. It was a very different experience. It was not a should I do this? Should I not? No, 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 no. It was like, no, this is what God has for me. That, and so I think sometimes we get that confused.
2: Yeah, that that's so good because I was struggling with the thought of was sonography school the best step for me in life going on and the my sister was saying you know what what did the lord show you was that his plan for you and the only thing I could think I was praying about going to school like where should I go what should I do next and the I don't know if it was the Lord, but I just remember this memory in school that I was walking through the sonography school when I was touring a college back in my high school days. And I was like, I remember standing in that room and saying, oh, that's something I could do. But that's the only thing. And that Mm -hmm. didn't necessarily mean that that was where the Lord had me next. That could be in five years. That could be in three years. You know, like it doesn't always have to be at that specific time.
1: I'm a dreamer, so I often have thoughts like, I could you know, I could do this, like yeah. different jobs and stuff, and it's not always from the Lord. Yeah. And, and so, so I so think that's important to identify, like how sure am I that this is the Lord or not?
0: I, when you say like getting confused, like it's easy to get confused about what's God's will and what you're just like feeling, you're talking about a vibe. I struggle with that so much, like deciphering what is my emotion and what is yes. the Holy Spirit's like peace, which is another thing, like he... He's not ever going to make you feel anxious, you know, like those thoughts aren't from the Lord. Mm -hmm. So if I'm feeling so uncertain and anxious and stressed, I'm not saying that you can't be anxious going in a direction that God is taking you because you're a human being. And that happens sometimes. But that overwhelming sense of crippling anxiety and fear is not from the Lord. Yeah. So that to me can be a clear indicator of I'm thinking purely with my emotions and not the spiritual side of things I'm just using my human ability I guess something someone said was I think I read
1: it online but it was like if you only feel that way when you're already feeling anxious is that the Lord or is that your anxiety I think people get their anxiety and intrusive thoughts mixed in with the Holy Spirit and the Lord Mm -hmm. and it's I mean I say people (laughs) I am people (laughs) (laughs) that's me (laughs) but like faith said like that crippling anxiety i know i'm not thinking clearly or spiritually Mm -hmm. when i'm feeling that way instead Mm -hmm. i'm clearly thinking in a fight or flight my brain's understanding and take on things yeah
2: and that brings us along with a mystical piece that people say oh well are you at peace about it because i can tell you so many times in so many different ways that Once I've prayed about it, I've had a peace about it, which, I mean, peace from the Lord is okay, but going into something, having this mystical peace, I don't know about you guys, but once I go into something, most of the time I know, okay, this is what the Lord has for me, but once you get into the thing that you've been praying about, you usually have a little anxiety about it. Oh, yeah. It's not like, oh, the Lord's covered me, I'm totally fine, I'm 100%. Like I have no worries at all, no, we are human beings, you know we always well we not we're not always worrying, but you know our heart can be troubled that sometimes that's not of the Lord, but if we're walking in the Lord's will,
1: yeah, I think sometimes we shouldn't. look at it as like this like mystical peace feeling, yeah, that, that means you're in the Lord's will, yeah, and I just don't think that's true, what. Is it no no honestly you don't even have to whisper it it's true like i i had a lot of anxiety in my relationship with joel and so some people would say that then i was outside of the lord's will but anxiety is such a complex yeah thing i don't think just because you're feeling anxious necessarily means you're outside of the lord's will
2: Yeah, yeah that's so true
0: i also think that anxiety is something or like that type of fear is something that the devil can tempt you with when you are going in the right direction because his plan is to steal, kill, and destroy. So if you're following the will of God, yeah. he doesn't want you to do that. He's going to do everything he can to tempt you and to make you afraid to try and stop you from going in the direction you're supposed to be in. So that's why mm-hmm. it's important, like in Ephesians what it's, uh, Ephesians 6, talks about putting on the whole armor of God. Yeah. Every single day you cover yourself with God's word and with his spirit to protect yourself from those types of temptations. Yeah.
2: For example, people that are missionaries, I'm sure they get tempted almost constantly with the thoughts of, oh, I could just go to school and get a career and go do this. Or I could be making money doing that. But like Faith said, we need to put on the armor of God, taking every thought captive Mm -hmm. and saying, no, that's not what the Lord has for me. That's not what's in his will.
1: Yeah. The last one we had. So we kind of talked about like not following emotional feelings and mystical pieces and looking for signs everywhere as kind of like bad practices. The other one we had, which is an interesting, I think a lot of these are interesting discussions in the Christian community because people have a lot of different opinions. I personally don't super believe in laying down fleeces. There's only like, I know of one example in the Bible where they do that and it's Gideon. God told Gideon what he was supposed to do. And then Gideon asked for reassurance twice. Now God gave him reassurance. And I think God does care about us when we ask for reassurance but people have taken that story as like exemplified of what we should do and God never told Gideon to lay out fleeces that was something Gideon did out of a response of fear actually like we we're talking
0: about Gideon was
1: not at peace. I'm
0: more of a Gideon. Bro, I'm a Gideon, man. I want to do that all the time. God's like, well, with the Bible school thing. It's like all Miranda and I can talk about. But Yeah, for real, because that's the only eventually thing. Eventually, we'll get over we're it. thinking about and it. And here I am, this old lady
1: done this with Bible like school like three years ago. Back <laughs> in my Bible school days.
0: <laughs> yeah. But like when I was deciding what I wanted to do with my life, it was very clear that I had a specific calling to ministry. And I was still seeking... <laughs> Yeah, I was still seeking all of these other things that I thought I could possibly be doing. Kind of laying out a fleece, I guess. Being a Gideon saying, well, what about, are you sure, Lord? As if he didn't know what he was doing.
1: Miranda's saying she's a Jonah, which...
0: (laughs) Explain, please.
2: (laughs) I I feel like in times of trial, when the Lord calls you to go do something, I'm more of the person that's like, I'm just going to go jump ship really fast. (laughs) and then and then the lord's gonna teach me this really in-depth lesson while i'm in the belly of a whale and then he's gonna (laughs) spit me out once i get the lesson
0: that's so relatable wow
2: (laughs) i'm just like i just need to go sit in this little (laughs) trial for a little bit and then lord you can just spit me out once i'm prepared where you need me to be yeah exactly
1: exactly I feel like we've covered so much ground. I'm curious to see how long this episode ends up being because it's it's already getting kind of long. But sh- I, we haven't edited, 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 edited. We haven't edited. We haven't edited.
0: <laughs> do what? <do>, ah! <laughs> <laughs> we keep laughing about that season. <laughs> I love it so much. But
1: so I kind of wanted to wrap up, and I want to hear both your thoughts on this. Is that finally don't let God's will stress you out? Yeah, the Lord can guide you and communicate clearly if you're going in the wrong direction. Uh, something I prayed with Joel I started praying I was like Lord if this is not what you have for me then I pray that Joel will break up with me to completely remove myself from the equation that way my anxiety and also my desire to be with Joel neither one would win and yeah Joel didn't break up with me so there's the story praise <laughs> be the Lord <laughs> um <laughs> hallelujah but it talks about in Proverbs sixteen nine that the man can like plan with his heart but the Lord directs his steps mm-hmm. were you looking up, up, at I was
0: actually looking up Philippians 4 7 which is right before the one that I read earlier which says, and the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. I love that verse because I I think I mentioned this in a podcast before, but I try to guard my own heart and my own mind to protect myself from all of these potentially bad things when Mm. that responsibility is the Lord's. I belong to him, and he's way more capable of doing that than I am.
1: And that verse, the, the heart there is talking about basically like our deepest desires and wants. Mm-hmm. And that when we are praying and thankful, like God's spirit literally guards our deepest desires and mm-hmm. wills in our hearts to be aligned with him. And that's like, so cool. Oh my gosh, that is so encouraging to me.
2: Proverbs 16, nine says a man plans his way, but the Lord directs his steps. I remember leading a team over the summer thinking, Lord, is this really what was in your will for me? And r- I read that verse in Proverbs that says, I'll repeat it again a man plans his way but the Lord directs his steps and the Lord just said you planned your way and I'm going to direct your steps and that was just such a piece I was like okay I am in your will you know because I plan my ways wait Mm -hmm. like yeah Mm -hmm. I plan my ways and Lord you're going to direct my steps the rest of the way through
0: I this is kind of a sidetrack but I also love that it says a man plans his way as in we try and figure out the whole thing at one time, and God directs each individual step. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's a good way to look at it. That is really good. And I think,
2: too, that's not to say the Lord can't open and shut doors. You know, I mean, if the Lord really, if this is not his will at all, it's not even his permissive or his perfect will. It's just not his will. Wrong way. He, yeah. He <laughs> is going to shut doors, he's going to open doors. He's going to. Cl- Yeah, I was about to say, he's going to close them and then he's going to open them. That would have been a little Close some doors, open other doors. Yeah, exactly.
1: And sometimes I think God does close doors. I don't, okay, let me rephrase that because that's not what I'm trying to say. Sometimes I think doors get shut and it takes tenacity of following the Lord to say, no, I'm still committed even through the obstacles. Yeah. That was another thing, David Platt. I really need to link that sermon. You guys should listen to it. It It's so good. I loved
0: it. Literally right now, I told you guys I was going to read a book a month for my thing. I'm reading through um, Radical by David so Platt. Good. It's like Forsaking the so American Dream. That. Or s- I love that I don't book. Know, I, I, it's amazing. I have one chapter left, so I'm meeting my January goal, everybody. But I just whacked the table. Um, You know, you really pointed it out to me, my flaws. I'm sorry. No, I but was pointing because I love that book. Oh, okay. I thought you were looking at me because I whacked the table. I, I was Forgive excited, me, I have sinned.
1: When I came back from my team, I read that book. Like, God literally orchestrates our steps guys because Mm. i came back and i read that book and it was like the perfect timing and i just wanted to geek out about how much i love that book
0: such a good book we highly recommend
1: we're so over time at this point the last one i had was god doesn't show us every step that is why we walk by faith not by sight Mm,
2: that's so good and we need to walk in the here and now not in the tomorrow not in the next week not in the next month not in the next year uh, quote by Jim Elliott. I love Elizabeth Elliot. I don't mm. know if you guys have read any of her books, but I think Elizabeth I did actually Elliot over the summer is so good. And Jim Elliott says, wherever you are, be all there. Amen. Yes. And so whatever season you're in, whatever part of life you're in, be all there. Don't try to be in next week. Don't try to be in. Oh, what does the Lord have for me in his will next year? No, wherever you are, be all there and be encouraged by that this week.
1: Yeah. We really appreciate you guys listening in with us. We've had a lot of fun, I think, dissecting and discussing this Mm -hmm. topic.
2: This has been the funnest, funnest Mm -hmm. one. That was good. Yeah.
1: Yeah.
2: (laughs) The funnest one.
1: (laughs) If you enjoy the podcast, we would love for you to give us a five-star review. Uh, Tell us your thoughts. If you have questions for us, we'd also love to hear your thoughts. So go ahead and get on our Instagram at holy.devoted.podcast and give us a follow and reach out. Yeah, I think that's what we have for you guys. Yeah.